You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron here in the Caldwell Anchor Group One Realty Studio in beautiful West Monroe, a chilly West Monroe, but certainly still beauty back at the beautiful, still back at the uh, Sports Talk 97.7 headquarters in Ruston. We find John Tabor is sitting in for Jake Martin today. Kevo, what's up, bud? What is up, Doc? You what? brought that intro, and I'm like, how do I top that? Oh, man? I know. With my what's up, Doc? <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, thanks for sitting in today. Uh, yeah. Jake's taking a little uh, time off, well-deserved uh, time off. Uh, so uh, you will be in today, and we look forward to ha- hearing your insight and wisdom over the course of the next two <laughs> no. hours. Well, I, I appreciate I do. Thank you very much for calling me. I appreciate it. And to Jake, man, congratulations. First child, that's awesome. It's, when I heard that yesterday, I thought about my 22-year-old daughter, and I kind of cringe thinking that a newborn would be in the house again. And But congratulations to Jake, man. That's awesome. We have uh, plenty to discuss over the next two hours. Of course, we want to hear from you on the Stuart Shelby State from hotline slash text line, 888-993-7762. Go to stuartshelby.com. For a free quote, this is Random Question Thursday. So hit us up with anything. Don't be bashful. Pretty much everything is in uh, in play, inbounds. So uh, let's hear from you. I want to start with this question. And, and Kevin, in our big uh, pre-show meeting, we did not discuss this. So Random Question Thursday, my question today, uh, with the Patriots now playing in their seventh straight AFC Championship game. Extremely impressive, correct? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, Alabama just won, what, five out of the last nine. nine. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive, correct? Yep. What's a better run? What's a tougher feat to pull off? Seven straight in a championship game, conference championship game, or the fact you win five titles in college football over the course of nine years? Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to say the Patriots. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because you, you – Everybody's professionals. Yes. They're all getting paid. Then you got Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And, but, <laughs> but, I, but I actually think that team is on its way. They are going to do something well. But, yeah, that's right. They're all getting paid. They're all professionals. Everybody's fast in the NFL, even the slow guys. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Saban is um, uh, and the you master, have, you the have greatest. Free agency, of course, and you have a salary cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody says the parity in the league and the fact that now they've done it seven years in a row. Kind of like, well, how are they doing it and others are not? Yeah, I, well, I, I I think, and then this year will prove us wrong, but it, I think it's owner, head coach, quarterback. When when you have that trifecta, mm-hmm. it is um, – it's hard to beat. And, and so, you know, what kind of my thought exactly is, is I can't see Brady or Belichick either one. I can't see them leaving – and going anywhere and gelling back in another system. Yeah. That well-oiled machine works. Mm. And I don't think it works anywhere else. And no disrespect to what Slick Nick and uh, Saban has done at Alabama, but when you're comparing oh, it to... Oh, no. Uh, if you disagree, certainly want to hear from me at 888-993-7762. As the Patriots now get ready for that game against Jacksonville, and it kind of leads in to uh, the headlines and the situation that took place yesterday. So it first comes out... That Tom Brady will not be making his uh, scheduled and um, what is typically mandatory meeting with the press yesterday because he was with the doctors 
few eyebrows come up. Others think, well, it's just uh, New England being a little shady. Then the news comes out that Brady sustained an injury to his right throwing hand in a minor collision in practice on Wednesday, including, uh, according to a, a source from ESPN. According to a report from the Boston Herald, Herald, the injury occurred when one of Brady's teammates accidentally ran into him and jammed his hand. Can you imagine being that teammate? No, I cannot. I, I, for initially, when they said that, I was like, "Hell, oh, you know, did he hurt his hand getting fitted for a sixth ring, or did he? I mean, is that what happened?" But no, I can't imagine being. Do, do you remember a few weeks ago when when Bridgewater came back and they showed the video of the guy almost colliding with him? Yeah, yeah. I, I the the silence that had to go through that practice yeah. when Brady gets hit is because um, who they got Hoyer. Yeah, Hoya. They only got two quarterbacks on the, the roster, Brady and Hoyer, right now. Right. Yeah, I mean, of course, with Keenum and Foles back there, there's Hoyer maybe the, the better choice. I, hell, I don't know, but it's I'm so confused what's going on in quarterback play. But uh, I can't imagine. Yeah, want to get away? A commercial? Right, <laughs> right. You know, I can't imagine. Uh, x-rays were taken and revealed no structural damage, according to the Boston uh, Herald. Uh, he does schedule to meet with the uh, media. They call it the next benchmark for Brady, like it's a test for him. Uh, he is scheduled to meet with the pesky press uh, today around 11.15 or so. It's not like we'll probably learn a lot about the, the extent of the injury in this press conference. I'm sure he'll shake it off, he'll brush it off, and they'll try to move forward next question kind of style. Right. I mean, do, that's what I was going to say. I, I don't think they're even – even if there is something wrong, yeah. I don't think they're going to acknowledge it. It does add a little bit uh, more intrigue, though, with the uh, Patriots hosting the Jags conference title game on Sunday at uh, 2 o'clock our time on CBS. And what is it about – I mean, I know it's the Patriots, so I'm, I'm kind of answering my question, Aaron, be before I ask it, but, boy, Blake Bortles just is not getting any love, is he? I no. mean, there's just not – he might as well just stay home <laughs> because everybody's like – he doesn't have – there's no chance. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, he's probably not reading the newspaper. It probably wouldn't be beneficial for his right. psyche if he's reading the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, it would not be good for you, Blake. Don't do it. If you're listening, don't do not do not do it, buddy. <laughs> the headlines have not been kind to Bortles. But you know what? They are in the AFC Championship game, and some are giving them a fighting chance now against the Patriots. I, I think as of yesterday, I think, uh, I think Tabor the line was nine. Mm. Uh, Aaron, I yeah. think it was, something like that. Man, I, I – I almost want to take that action. I just – that defense is – I believe in that defense. Really? I uh, believe in We may have to have defense. a little sideways. Let, oh, <laughs> let's do that. Let's do that. You like brisket, yeah, don't you? Yeah, I'll cook for – I'll cook something for you. You cook something for me. Deal. Done. <laughs> Done. Uh, wife is cringing when she thinks of me cooking. <laughs> oh, you cooking? Okay. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good bet. Uh, other headlines. This is pretty cool. We mentioned it yesterday about Thomas Morstead and how the, the Viking fans had really rallied behind Morstead. They are pretty impressed with the guts and determination that he showed in that yeah. uh, divisional game. The fact he goes down with the rib injury, well, you thought he went down with the tackle, comes back, uh, shanked the first punt, but after that, two pretty good punts considering what he was going through. And then afterwards, he's one of the players, one of the Saints that comes back from the locker room and has to partake in, in the mandated extra point by the Vikings. So now Viking fans rallying behind Thomas Morstead in his foundation as of uh, the last report I saw, they have raised $125,000. It's not often that, I, that I'm speechless. You know that, Aaron. But I, 
this pay it forward we've seen in yeah. the NFL nice. since, uh, since the playoffs started with with Buffalo giving over three hundred fifty thousand to Andy Dalton's mm-hmm. uh, charity, and then this, and and now who was it the other day? I, I mean, Saints fans mm-hmm. are should be so proud. I mean, with Morstead, mm-hmm. Marcus Williams, the way they handle themselves. Mm-hmm. Not only are they great athletes, but they're they're just good human beings. Uh, Morstead, of course, uh, is going to give it back to the Minneapolis, Minnesota community, awesome. the Children's Hospital up there. So he said if they raised over $100,000, he would be making a trip up there during Super Bowl week. So that is the case. Super Bowl week, he'll be up there, and he will present a, uh, a hefty check to uh, the, the uh, Minnesota hospital up there. Well done by the Viking fans and Thomas Morstead. Of course, that uh, continues to be mm-hmm. one of the favorites of the Saints, even though he's just a punter. That, it, it, it's such no a, disrespect. You saw the tackle, though. It, he went from just a punter to to a legendary stat. I mean, th- that was a tackle. He didn't push him. And, that, and by the way, Aaron, the other one was uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati fans gave money to Jacksonville, Blake Bortles charity, yes. for beating Pittsburgh. Yes. I love this pay uh, Speaking of Pittsburgh, and I, I know you're a big Bengals fan, mm-hmm. uh, the Steelers uh, did make a move yesterday on their coaching staff. Mike Tomlin parting ways with Todd Haley, his offensive coordinator. Uh, you know, I've never uh, – of course, that offense is good, but I think I've always felt like they've hung on those three triple Bs, as they call them. I mean, when you've got that kind of talent at wide receiver, running back, quarterback, I, I mean – Heck, you could have Cincinnati's offensive coordinator and probably do well, but I'm not as impressed by Mike Tomlin. I, I don't think – it shocks me how Mike Tomlin still has a job. I know it's those two Super Bowl rings. I know that. But uh, in the last few years, he has whiffed at major, major, major moments, mm-hmm. made some boneheaded coaching decisions that uh, beyond me how he still has a job. And I know that some uh, – uh, what do you call uh, groups? The yeah. owners' yeah. groups are calling for yeah. the Roonies to fire him. So, uh, like not Tom, good. Uh, he has been around forever, and of course, uh, his track record uh, probably helps him a little bit. But yeah, sure. Some uh, decisions he's made in the last uh, uh, season or two have been questioned. Other uh, NFL news and notes saw this: that uh, ESPN listing the top five free agent pickups by the NFL, and Andrew Whitworth, one of our favorites from West Monroe was named uh, one of the top five free agent pickups this offseason by the Rams. You look at the numbers, uh, golf alone in the regular season, just uh, 25 sacks allowed by that offensive line. In seven games last year, they gave up 26 when golf was under center. Golf should be getting uh, Whitworth and, of course, some of those linemen, some Rolexes. Oh, something. Uh, And it broke my heart to see. Whitworth leave because, as you know, I'm preaching to the choir, and everybody I'm sure knows it wasn't just, you know, blocking and it wasn't run blocking and pass protection that left. It was, you saw it in Cincinnati, the leadership went, you know, I, I saw one particular play where Dalton gets knocked down uh, because Agbwehi, uh, the, the tackle out of A&M, uh, you know, missed so many blocks, but, and, and he's standing over him and he just walks away. Mm. And, that, you know, it's something you never do. You always help your quarterback up. And um, that leadership, and it's just not there. Whitworth, an amazing talent. We've got a number of uh, texts here we need to get to before we move on to other headlines. Uh, Richie says, why does Tomlin still have a job? Tomlin still have a job. How does Marvin Lewis still have a job? Oh, couldn't agree more. Uh, <laughs> that beyond me, I have no idea. I could not agree more. 
Tommy taking a little jab or two at me saying uh, stale Fritos and old dip is not cooking. Uh, <laughs> Kevo means that that means when I said I would offer up something in return, he says a little Caesar pizza if you win. Yes, I will be delivering pizzas uh, later today on the TV side. Tom Coughlin uh, runs the Jags. I guarantee yep. you the Pats aren't overlooking the Jags. That coming from Tony. And then uh, one of the random questions I had today was the fact, what is a better run, Alabama's run or the Patriots? Quint says uh, Patriots lose this argument because they play in the AFC East. Bama could finish second in that division. Yeah. Also, the entire roster changes at Bama every four years. Saban doesn't get to have the same quarterback for over a decade. Yeah. Uh, I, I tell you what, the, the one thing, or the Coughlin thing, uh, that's that's – playing heavy on my mind i could not agree more i said that yesterday i was like man that's the one person that seems like he may be in the mind Mm -hmm. of belichick and brady i mean it's a i mean he's kept them from winning what they would have seven super bowls now uh yeah i think coughlin coughlin is a a uh, x factor uh, this weekend i hope they are not overlooking yeah other headlines as we move to the uh, college ranks some uh news locally a national signing day is quickly approaching in February. John Bailey Gillette, the outstanding linebacker from West Monroe, he committed to Army last night. That coaching staff was in town, and uh, John Bailey makes the commitment to the Black Knights. Uh, well done, and they are getting a heck of a player and a great kid. Uh, I think of you know a kid that you know registered over 530 tackles in his high school career, uh, the most in West Monroe history. Some say at the next level, perhaps he's a, a step slow. I think he'll be fine with Army and uh, Army oh, program yeah. that uh, did a lot of great things last year. Oh, I could not. I could. You said took the words out of my mouth. Uh, Lane Kiffin uh, has found a new offensive coordinator, and he is certainly a youngster. The name will sound familiar: Charlie Weiss. Charlie Weiss Jr., twenty-four wow. years young, has been named the offensive coordinator at. I've often wondered this, and, and I know, Aaron, you're very close with you know, high school football and college coaches around here. In a situation like that, what, is, what does an offensive coordinator do when you've got the offensive mind of Lane Kiffin? Do, is, doesn't he kind of have you on a leash? In the, I mean, I don't – and I'm not, I'm not being sarcastic. I just wonder how much Weiss affects mm-hmm. play calling, you know. Uh, Kendall Browse would probably argue differently, and, of course, he's moved on from Florida Atlantic to Houston right. – uh, made a, a little bit of a bigger name for himself was he when he was with Florida Atlantic. So you look at the uh, 24-year-old's credentials, and besides the fact of the last name, what has he done? He was last with the Falcons as an offensive assistant. What's the connection with Kiffin and Weiss? They worked together at Bama. Uh, the youngster, I'm referencing uh, Weiss here, was an offensive analyst for the Tide during then. And then it looked like that uh, he was going to join, or he did join Kiffin for a short time at uh, Florida Atlantic as the tight ends coach. Then the Falcons came calling. So uh, he's a little skinnier than his dad. You knew I was going. How did you not? I was sitting there thinking, Aaron, does (laughs) he he look look like like a – yes. I I swear to God, I was thinking that. Uh, He looks like a kid I would ID. (laughs) Uh, Right, right. I mean, your play caller is – and that's a very good point. Your play caller is barely old enough to, to yeah. drink a beer. And there, nothing wrong with that, but yeah. uh, what a good pedigree he comes from, though, offensively speaking. And that was kind of a Kiffin's basis also said he was wise beyond his years, and he made the comparisons to himself uh, being the son 
of a coach. Of a bit, exactly yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, of a well-known. What does money do in these days? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. Well, we thought that uh, maybe the LSU would look at him just because of his age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. That cut deep. Uh, cut other deep. news, coaching news in the college ranks. Uh, we thought yesterday the news came out from several uh, national sources that uh, Deion Sanders was joining Florida State staff as an assistant coach. Well, now it appears uh, primetime has thought on it, slept on it, and he will not be joining the Seminoles. I didn't exactly know how that was going to work out just because of the time and the energy that it takes to be a college coach. Would he be all in? And, of course, it's not the most glamorous job in the world as an assistant college coach. And he goes from, you know, the, the airtime and the publicity gets from a national television, from the NFL Network, to going to being behind the scenes of a college football program. I could not agree. Yesterday, uh, I, I was doing something, and, and my wife calls, and she's like, Dion's leaving the NFL to go to? Yes. She, her exact word, she was like, no, they, that's surely a rumor. Yeah. He's not leaving that spot to go. And I'll be there. Good job, uh, Mary. A couple other headlines. Uh, lady Texter's a rough travel out there. Uh, they were leaving yesterday from Monroe to get to Miami, and I knew they were stuck in Monroe for a while. I think they eventually got out at 3. Uh, then they go to Atlanta. They arrived in Miami around uh, 2 o'clock, 2.30 uh, this morning, made it back to their hotel rooms around 3. They now have a scheduled game and has been pushed back to 11 o'clock our time. But a rough travels for the Lady Textures as they get ready to take on Florida International. So 11 o'clock hour time. Okay, so noon there. And it's not like they're getting up at yeah. 11.30 <laughs> you know, and brushing their teeth and going out there. Yes. So, was, yeah, that's a, a time change. And, you know, yeah, that, that's screwy. I uh, got a couple of uh, men's games tonight. Uh, the Duncan Dogs at home versus North Texas looking to get back on track. They are 1-5 in, in conference play. And also uh, the Warhawks are on the road to take on Texas State. There are just a few of the headlines on this Thursday morning. If we missed one or two, hit us up, 888-993-7762. It's all part of the starting lineup brought to you by Louisiana Paint Care. The starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Are you crying? <laughs> the starting lineup. There's no crying. Let's get to the starting lineup. We always look forward to catching up with uh, Chris Blair, the voice of the LSU Tigers, will join us at 8 o'clock. We will talk some uh, college hoops coming up at 8.30 as Kane McGuire joins us. We're going to talk uh, a little bit about these championship games. We're going to break them down. Kevo? Yes, sir. I, I absolutely. Now, I could not. I'm ready for this. I also want to get some uh, catering advice from you later oh, in the show. We could do that. And uh, a lot of changes in the SEC with the uh, coaching staffs and the head coaches. So I thought we'd try to re-rank the top coaches in the SEC. That's going to be t- – that's a challenge. Uh, yeah, you know what you're doing there because that's a challenge. So, yeah, one time I do a show with you. <laughs> Put me on the yeah. – that's right. Let's do it. <laughs> no freebies here. Put no, you right evidently not. Random question Thursday. Hit us up with anything. 888-993-7762. The Morning Drive on the all-new Sports Talk 97.7. Back after this. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing. With Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys 
so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. The North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic is dedicated to helping you get back to your old self. Maybe even better. Whether a sports-related injury or an accident in daily life has you sidelined, let the progressive all-star team of physicians, therapists, and professional staff at North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic provide superior service and results. Visit us at MonroeOrtho.com to schedule your appointment at one of our three locations in Ruston, West Monroe, or 1501 Louisville Avenue in Monroe. If your gas gauge doesn't work, you might run out. If your speedometer doesn't work, you might get a ticket. Don't risk either one happening to you. If the gauges in your car don't work, call or come by Dash Solutions in West Monroe. They can fix anything that's broken, and most repairs are done in less than an hour. The solution to broken gauges is Dash Solutions. I-20 at 5th Street in West Monroe. 355-8595. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Moore, Toyota of Ruston. Welcome back to the morning drive on the all new Sports Talk 977. Uh, a name text here, pretty good. Didn't Marvin resign? <laughs> Question mark. Oh wait, that's resign. I Exclamation point, LOL. I could not agree more. I, I, I'm still, I'm telling you, you all know I do this show with, with uh, blessed enough to get to do it with yeah. Fox. I, I'm still speechless at this. Uh, I don't know what to say. I heard you got a little fired up. I, oh, boy. I had to step out. <laughs> I, had, I had to step out. I had to try not to say words like that. But, man, Aaron, it was not. I, st- I don't understand it. Yeah. I still don't understand it. Uh, I got one question for you before we get to these championship games. And of course, keep the text coming to 888-993-7762. Where do you stand with uh, Andy Dalton? Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm an advocate of Dalton. Uh, I believe he said he's on his fourth coordinator in his seventh year. Oh, uh, Andy Dalton was, was uh, a very uh, moderate to good quarterback. Under Hugh Jackson and Jay Gruden, mm. uh, I, I I just uh, then you get rid of Whitworth. Tackles are bad. I'm telling you, this year was not a Dalton. From week three to week sixteen, he had 25 touchdown passes, which was third in the league during that time. Uh, it's just it's there's no leadership anywhere, and he's not the fiery leader yeah. type. So you're saying the blame shouldn't fall on his shoulders? Absolutely, yeah, I do not believe so. No, I don't think so. But you know, I had a chance to play golf with him when he was coming out of uh, college at TCU. He played in Big Woods tournament, and yeah. uh, you know, he, so you literally you learn a lot about a guy on a golf course, good and bad. Right. And that was the thing. I mean, he wasn't a very good golfer. And quite frankly, I may have been about, no. <laughs> about same as him, which says a lot. Anybody knows how bad I am. But you could tell he, he didn't really get too emotional or too worked up on the golf course. He wasn't exactly fiery. I had to kind of give him a pep talk every once in a while on these 8- to 10-footers that we continue to miss for a bogey. But uh, just saying. And he's that way on the football field. I mean, I one time saw him get up from a, from a sack and, and, you know, the football's in his hand and he kind of slams it to the ground, and that's seven years. That's that's the most emotion yeah. I've ever seen. And I think maybe sometimes that's a problem. Mm. All right, let's dive into these uh, two championship games. And let's start with the uh, Jags and the Pats. 
You can check it out on uh, CBS 205 on Sunday. There is a little bit of intrigue now with, of course, the situation with Tom Brady. As we mentioned, uh, somebody runs into him in practice yesterday. A little bit of a hand issue. Uh, People inside the Patriots say, though, he will be okay. What else would you expect from him? But uh, Patriots 10-1 all time when facing the Jags, including the playoffs. Their lone loss came back in 1999 at Jacksonville in the uh, wild card weekend that season. You you know, I anticipate, and I'm no coach at other, but I'm sure probably a lot of our listeners agree, I'm assuming New England's going to go in and shut down one thing. They're going to attempt to shut down Fournette. Yeah. And wouldn't isn't that what you would do? Shut down Fournette. Mm-hmm. And now Blake, Make beat Blake us. Bortles beat you. You're going to have to beat us. And I believe there are plays to be made against New England secondary. I absolutely positively agree. I know back when the Saints played them in week two, I know how that went. But I, I, I ifs and buts, I know, candy and nuts. But, you know, you play that game now, and I believe Breeze absolutely uh, – Slices and dices that secondary. Mm. I, I don't believe they're as good as as they have been in the past under Belichick. Mm. I, I just I see plays to be made, but can Blake Bortles do it? I, I I don't know, but it's not like the guys made bad plays this uh, postseason. I mean, fact of the matter is he's two and zero, and that's hard to do in the NFL. You mentioned uh, Leonard Fournette, just the third rookie in NFL history to rush for three touchdowns in a playoff game. The first time that's happened since uh, 2008 when uh, Ryan Grant from the uh, Packers back did it. Uh, Fournette, they will have to establish that rushing intact. And on the flip side, how does Jacksonville slow down Tom Brady and the Patriots offense? Tom Brady, who threw for 337 yards last week, the most ever by a quarterback in the 40s in a playoff game, it's a great stat, but how many uh, quarterbacks have there been in a postseason game that have been over 40 years old? This is a, this is a wild you, – you're exactly right. And I thought about this one. So you got a guy that's over 40, and then you just got three other guys that if I would have said they're going to make it to the postseason, you would have bet me food on that. Mm-hmm. You would have said there's no way Foles and Keenum. And, uh, but I think – if they can knock Brady off his spot, you know, remember, you know, the Big Bang Theory, they have Sheldon, yeah. and Sheldon has his spot. <laughs> if you can if you can get Brady out of his spot, uh, and I think it's got to be done through the middle, yeah. then there's going to be a problem. Uh, people, franchises, teams have been trying to do that, of course, for uh, uh, right. literally 17 years since they started this uh, run with uh, Brady. Right. I mean, just do what I say. I mean, right. You're exactly right. I'm telling you all how to do it. Not that it had been tried for years and years. The Jags do have an opportune defense, though. Uh, they have scored eight defensive touchdowns this season, including in the playoffs. That is the most in the National Football League. The other dynamic, of course, being the fact that uh, this game is in New England. And you just look at the home field advantage that the Patriots have had during this amazing run. Uh, here's the stat. Since 2000, the Patriots are 18-3 and in the playoffs at home. That is a winning percentage uh, near 86%, good for second best in the league over that span. The only one that uh, is better with a minimum of seven games would be Seattle in that home field advantage as they are 10-1. Patriots pretty close to being unbeatable in the playoffs, let alone at home. Yeah, uh, and then the weather, I, I was 
I think the high or game time is like 45 degrees or something. So if I would have told you Jacksonville, New England, in, in Foxborough in January, but the tent's only going to be around 45 or so, I, I know it sounds crazy. I'm a dreamer, and y'all are all going to blast me come next week. But I just feel Jacksonville has a chance. Yeah. I don't think the Patriots are overlooking. I, I don't think that. But I just be- believe they, they have a chance. And, and let me say this one thing, Aaron, please. I don't mind telling you where I was wrong ever. If I say something wrong and it turns out to be an idiotic statement, I own it. When Fournette entered the draft, mm. I, I said, you know, I, I just don't think he's going to do well in the NFL. Mm. So let me go on and say. You were wrong? I, wrong's not even the word. Watching him run, he's a man's running back. Mm. Yeah, I was dead, though. Over the long haul, though, will he have a long career considering the injury issues that he does creep up and we saw it again last week but he did fight through it and came back and there hasn't been a lot of talk about that the lingering effects because he did you have to feel like take some kind of shot during that game right the way that he was able to come back and what we saw is he limped off the field and into the locker room and it's always in first off that's a darn good point you just made it seems like when Fournette's injured it's always ankle and I mean he's running back I get that but but there's always that ankle injury. It started college, and now it is now. So, barring that issue, though, uh, but he runs so heavy. I mean, it's not. Of course, he's fast, but it's bruising style running. I mean, he hurts tacklers, and I, I couldn't have been more wrong. I hope, um, I hope he does very well, and you know, not only because. LSU. I knew Fox doesn't have a liking. You know, once you leave college, and he doesn't care unless you play for New Orleans. There are certain people I just want to see do well, and it's easy for me because my team's never in anything. So I have to build relationships with other players. One of those uh, people that we like to see do well, uh, Doug Peterson, the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, Northeast Louisiana favorite. We'll dive back into that championship game coming up at the break. In the, in the next segment, you can continue to hit us up at 888-993-7762. Steve's got a good response here to Random Question Thursday asking what's a better run, the Patriots or Bama. We'll get to Steve's text coming up after the break. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. Don't get blindsided by health care costs. Call Vantage Health Plan today. We've teamed up with a network of local providers in order to provide better health care to our area. Vantage crushes the competition with affordable plans. Find out more information on how to join our winning team. Call Vantage Health Plan today at 1-888-823-1910 or go online to VantageHealthPlan.com. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. 
He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Growth, efficiency, professionalism, qualified staff. It's what all healthcare facilities are aspiring for, and that is what we do. Legacy Rehabilitation, offering physical, occupational, and speech therapy solutions for a wide variety of healthcare facilities, including acute care hospitals, inpatient rehab, long-term care facilities, and outpatient therapy clinics. Whether you have staffing, management, or consulting needs, Legacy is awaiting your call. Call 318-255-5980 for more information or visit LegacyRehab.net. Legacy Rehabilitation. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. Welcome back to the Morning Drive. Keep the text coming. Some good stuff here this morning. 888-993-7762 on Random Question Thursday. Asked at the beginning of the show, what's a more impressive run? Patriots in the ASU Championship game for the seventh straight year or the fact that the Tide have won five of the last nine championship games. Steve weighs in. Yeah, Steve, uh, first off, uh, I love this insight here. Great question. How these guys are the playoffs are at the top of the polls every year and have been for multiple years is beyond me. Uh, probably the pad seven straight, Steve says, but Bama has been there every year too. In that five of nine, they've lost in the semis uh, to Ohio State and Clemson in the finals last year. Saban does it with different players every couple years, but the Pats do too. For that reason and the fact it's at the top level, probably the Pats. And it's that's all all that's dead on. I mean, it's, it's tough to do. The only thing I would say, and boy, I can see messages coming in now, is, you know, New England – NFL makes the schedule, and they have to play eight road games. Oh. And in those eight road games, they play tough people on the road. They don't play in neutral sites. Can you tell me the last time Bama went on the road to a P5 school and played a good team in their backyard? I can't. It was 2011 in Penn State. So it, I'm not saying it's easy. It's not. But that in and of itself and Saban, all other coaches should see what Saban does with the schedule. I mean, he's the master manipulator. And it's getting tougher now, of course, with oh, the playoff. Yeah. The fact uh, that you're throwing in an extra game, and uh, then let alone you have to get in to the semifinals, which got a little dicey this year, whether or not Alabama was going to be the fourth team that made the playoffs. Yeah, and, and, and I know it's over and said and done, so it doesn't matter whether we agree or not, but I feel like they got I feel like they got that right. Uh I, I don't believe Ohio State. You can't lose like that to I, Iowa and get in. There's just no way. You know? mm. No. But uh, it's irrelevant. Got another question here about the AFC Championship games. Yes, sir. Uh, wait, which uh, was it? Next about uh, Tom Coughlin. Does, uh, do oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, do you think Jacksonville coach has Tom Coughlin uh, on the practice field asking questions and advice about New England? Uh. I If they do not then I think that's as key as prayer, uh, preparing for this game as, as as running through plays and situations. I would have Tom at my hip if he would be there. I think Coughlin and his uh, rosy cheeks and his rosy nose uh, has his uh, nose in the playbook a little bit, but I think it's more behind the scenes. Always, though. It's a, 
That's a good point. No matter what, it could be June, <laughs> it could be February. Coughlin is a, but he he just seems to be that kryptonite with New England. Uh. That de- just somehow, and of course there were some great plays in that. Yeah. The catch by David Tyree and then. No, no disrespect. Oh, no. Nobody wants to see Jacksonville unless you're a diehard Jags fan in a Super Bowl. Well, exactly. And I believe that's uh, – I don't know. It's a catch-22, right? Yeah. Because aren't a lot of people wanting to root against New England? They want Tom Brady and New England to go down. But don't they also to enjoy the Super Bowl? Yeah. Don't, isn't well, that what they want to see? Listen, we all love a good Cinderella story. But yeah. at some point I'm like, it's still a hard sale for me. And then we're going to have the whole discussion for literally two weeks about Bortles. Yeah, because and that's such a good point because you know no matter what, you're having a conversation about Foles or Keenum. Yeah, well, that's true. So wouldn't we rather have a conversation about Foles or Keenum and yeah. Brady? And then we're going to come back to the old uh, argument. Everybody says, well, you got to have a franchise quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, and see, I disagree with that. But I mean, I mean, hell, Trent Dilfer, you know, and and Trent Dilfer's one. Um, uh, Rip Mark Rippin with the Redskins was that Brad Johnson? Yeah. Didn't uh, Gruden win with Brad Johnson? And so I, I don't necessarily think that's the case. Serviceable yeah. in defense. Yeah, but literally, you had to rack your brain to come up with, <laughs> with three over the course of the last thirty years. Yeah, it was dead air there for a second. Yeah, exactly. No, you're right. All right, uh, NFC uh, Championship game. We got the Vikings versus the Eagles. Should be the Saints versus the Eagles, but instead we get a uh, Minnesota and Philadelphia. Uh, several different things to look at this ball game, and especially you look at the quarterback play, uh, Case Keenum against Nick Foles. I, you know. Man, I've thought about this, and and Keenum got away. Everybody knows this. Keenum got away with a couple throws in that uh, uh-huh. in that division game the other night. I mean, he, I, I mean, there's a couple he didn't get away with too. But there were some throws that. So I think I've seen, you know, when I go back last night, knowing you're going to ask me this, and I'm watching some of the Case Keenum stuff, and and he's getting away with certain things, but I just feel like he's going to be able. To make it seemed to me like when I watched Philadelphia, sometimes Foles had a deer in the headlights kind of look, mm-hmm. uh, and Keenum seemed to be calm for the moment. Yeah. Uh, and those headlights will be bright this week with you looking up at going against that Minnesota defense. The Vikings D certainly lived up to the hype versus the Saints. Uh, everybody will look back at the second half with Drew Brees, but Drew Brees was just simply magnificent oh, in the second man. half. I, I, you, there's no other word. I mean, talk about a guy that, I mean, he's almost 40 years old, and yeah. and it was non-existence offensively in that first half. But didn't you just feel that was going to happen anyway, Aaron? Didn't you just feel this is Drew Brees' led offense? There's no telling what I would have loved to have been a fly on that wall in that locker room mm-hmm. for what he said. But from the kickoff in the in the second half, you just had that feel that the Saints were going to come back and, and win that. I just – I, but to what you said, Minnesota's defenses, uh, and that to make matters worse, all of you know that I'm a Bengals fan. And we could have had Mike Zimmer. Uh-huh. No, we let him go. No, don't don't keep him as our head coach and fire Marvin. No, let him go off to Minnesota. And I think Zimmer's one of the absolute best there is 
in, in football. Even though after the game, he comes out and says, uh, the good guys won. The good, guy, the good guys win. <laughs> Which is win. a reference. That yeah. If they're the good guys, who's the bad guys in that matchup versus the Saints? It makes you wonder at that point. With so much going on. I, I wouldn't know if he knew that. But I wonder at that point if he saw Peyton on the sideline mocking the yeah, crowd. Yeah. I, you know, it makes me wonder how that went down. Uh, if you're into these kind of things, uh, the Vikings traditionally – uh, not good in postseason road games, 6-16 six and 16 all time. In fact, they have not won such a game since uh, 2005 in Green Bay. But Minnesota this year, and this Vikings team has been very good on the road, especially since uh, week five, 6-1. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're good. And, and, you know, we're talking about our Super Bowl matchups, Aaron, and who we want to see. I, I know that, that Minnesota uh, – knock the Saints out, and I, and I do, I hate that, but I want to see them because part of me wants to see this debacle of a team having, quote-unquote, home field advantage in a Super Bowl, but I did realize this morning I heard something via Clay Travis. If they play in Minnesota, this year the NFC is the visiting team. Mm. They will have to go to the other locker room. Mm. I did hear a couple of things people projecting if Minnesota does score off against New England in the Super Bowl, early odds makers have the Vikings as a two-point favorite. We talk about Philadelphia and, of course, uh, the fact that they will now be an underdog once again, according to the odds makers. You look at historically, uh, that doesn't happen very often. In fact, this will be just the, the first time since 1979 in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that you have a squad that was a home underdog in the divisional round and then a home underdog in the championship, conference championship game. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I was laughing at a text message. Um, you got you got good people texting in the morning, Aaron. Uh, Steve said, good point, Kevin, but for argument's sake, couldn't you say that the Pats get three road wins automatically by playing the Jets, Bills, and Dolphins? Well, well said, Steve, well said. Uh, you said early line, if that's who it is. Yeah. And we don't know, but just for argument's sake, if that's the Super Bowl, what does your gut tell you there? At New England, Minnesota, like just off the top of your head, if I say that, who do you go with? Uh, I would still go with the Patriots. But, I mean, we're literally looking it would be an historic matchup, the fact that a franchise is getting the opportunity to play in a game that they're hosting. And, and that dynamic, and, and, that, and we saw it against the Saints, uh, that is an incredible place to play, and that does give Minnesota a huge advantage. It's unbe- unbelievable. I mean, that, the the somebody filmed you know the sideline view uh, when when and you may have seen this. It's a little bit of noise in that stadium with ten seconds left. Uh, but when Diggs catches that pass, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, all of a sudden the eruption, and and somebody filmed it with a cell phone, and it just, I hated it. I've never been more speechless in my life. I, I, my wife and I sit staring at each other on TV. I, I swear we didn't say nothing for a good 10, 15 minutes. Nobody could say anything. Uh, now, I heard you had an interesting uh, situation where somebody may have burned a shirt yeah. or something. Got a little fired up during the game, no pun intended, nope. following the Saints game, <laughs> uh, throwing a jacket into a fireplace. So to play there after that, and then Apple, did you hear about Apple getting all the updates? You know, Apple Watch, yeah. I, like I have one on, it takes our heart rate regularly, yeah. and you send that data to Apple. Yeah. Well, Apple got all sorts of <laughs> of high heart rates yeah. 
in that area <laughs> that evening. I like uh, Apple was contacting, you know, uh, uh, their people going, man, there's – and a lot of these people don't watch football, and they didn't know what was going on. And <laughs> come to find out, uh, yeah, 60,000 people in that stadium went crazy. We mentioned the, the Eagles being an underdog again this week against Minnesota. It's kind of the, the rallying theme behind uh, the Eagles' run. And, of course, Doug Peterson, former uh, ULM quarterback, calling the shots pretty darn impressive in his second year, certainly silencing some critics and winning over some fans in Philadelphia. Peterson was asked earlier this week about his team carrying a chip on its shoulder going into this NFC Championship game. Here's Doug Peterson. You do want more because you can, you're, you're on the doorstep of – of being one of those elite football teams. And, um, you know, the special, the word special with this team, um, it, it really means that. I mean, this is a, this is a really good uh, group of men that, that play well together, have battled through adversity, you know, adversity all season long with the injuries and, um, and yet still find ways to, to pull out wins. And, um, you know, to, to have a lot of sort of, you know, uh, people not having a lot of confidence in us um, and yet to to find ways to win um, just just makes it that much more special for this group. And and uh, they understand where we are. Uh, I'm sure Minnesota is the same way. You know, they understand where they are uh, as well on the things they've heard all season long, too. So, um, you know, it's uh, – this is a special time of the year with a special group of men. And, um, you know, yeah, we, we, we still have one more game this weekend, and, and, and uh, we'll see what happens. We always talk about uh, Kevo having a splashy hire, whether it's in the college ranks or the NFL. And, I mean, you got to go back to when uh, Doug Peterson was named Philadelphia's head coach, and you could read the headlines in Philadelphia. They weren't exactly enamored with the decision to go with Peterson as the head man. I think he's proved a lot of those people wrong. Uh, I and they're never happy with anything in Philadelphia. They've got to be the most bipolar fans uh, for good reason. But I, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, but when I heard it, of course, uh, or when I read it, my, my first thought was, oh, good for him. But then I'm not going to lie to you. My thought was, mm-hmm. that's an interesting hire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, but evidently somebody knew Jeff Laurie knew something. Because Peterson not only has you know, offensively, but but man, they're buying into what he's selling. Hit us up, Stuart Shelby State from Hotline slash text line. Go to StuartShelby.com for a free quote. The number, 888-993-7762. It is Random Question Thursday. We're back after this. In Monroe, West Monroe, Ruston, and RickBreens.com.
They're coming from Farmerville, Sterlington, and Arcadia. They're coming from Winsboro, Bastrop, and Jonesboro. They're coming from everywhere to Rick Brain's Rapid Lube and Wash for trusted service and care of the vehicles on the roads today. Lexus, BMW, and Ford, Mercedes-Benz, Nissan, Honda, any make, any model. So when you're due for a car wash or service by certified technicians and want the job done right, remember, all roads lead to Rick Brain's. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whenever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. We'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. Let's get back to the sports on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston. Welcome back to the morning drive on the all-new Sports Talk 97.7 Random Question Thursday. And uh, Kevo over here got a little fired up during the break and came up with a great <laughs> random question. Let's so, hear it. So I was talking about, uh, for some reason last night, I don't know why, but George Jones came on. I was listening to some playlist that came on. And there was a song, Who's Going to Fill Their Shoes? He talks about uh, Hank and Lefty and all these Waylon and all these guys. And, and it got me to thinking, with Brady and Breeze leaving, they're synonymous with football. I mean, uh-huh. Manning left, and, and then Brady and Breeze, and I mean, everybody knows those names. So when they go, uh-huh. who who's the up? draw? I mean, who's the face of the NFL? All right, before we go there and, and yeah. try to start throwing out some younger names, and obviously right away, going to say Aaron Rodgers, not exactly a youngster, but you right. you you don't think go down that path. You don't put him in the same category. Is Breeze and Brady? No, I, I not talent wise. That's not what I'm talking about. But by by just people, I think people will flock to watch. Turn the TV on and go. Oh man, I got to watch Breeze and Brady. Yeah, but I think with Rogers, I, I think some nationally speaking, it'll just be. Eh, I know he's. I know he's good. That's not what we're talking about necessarily. So for me, I, I don't know who that. Next one is. Well, there's a couple of ways to dive into yes. this. First of all, I mean, I mean the fact that they're 39 and what's Brady 40. I mean, right. I mean, and the money that these quarterbacks are being paid now. I mean, who is going to want to play that long uh, anyway to uh-huh. start with? That's a very good point. But you look at first of all, uh, I think young quarterbacks, and he's injured right now. But Carson Wentz, I don't know if he could be the mm-hmm. face of the league though. Okay, and, but see, to me, there's not. Re- I don't think there's a wrong answer no. necessarily. But, I, you know, when you say Carson Wentz, I don't go, I, you know, I don't, oh, wow, the, yeah, I can see that. I don't get that feeling. Yeah. But that don't mean it's not going to yeah. happen. 
I think we all got the feeling with Andrew Luck before the situations that he's had in Indianapolis. That one, yes, uh, absolutely. But I wonder, I'm like you, you know, uh, if Luck gets healthy and plays, yes, I think he could be good enough to where pe- people from all across the country are going to want to tune in to see what he can do, yes. Uh, we've got a couple others. Let's go first to the uh, Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline. Jim joins us. What's up, Jim? How are you doing this morning? Hi, Jim. What's up, my friend? Bama Jim, how, how are you, sir? Good. I'm doing good, man. Look, you need to quit worrying about who's going to take over the quarterback, man. Look at your history of football. Come on now. No, you're right. You know, you're right. You but... got Unitas. You got Bob Greasy. You got Terry Bradshaw. You got, uh, uh, what's his face? It's San Francisco. Dog the best, in my opinion, has ever been. I mean, Montana. come on. Yeah. I mean, come on, yeah. man. Yeah, you got to worry about who's going to take over. This is also coming from a fan that just had a freshman quarterback come off the bench and lead his team to a national championship. <laughs> no, that's, that's a good point, hey, man, That's real I'm good. Tell you, I'm glad you brought that up, Aaron, because that is the second coming of Kenny Saver, my friend. Uh, that left-handed fella can throw that football a mile. I'm telling you, know, you. You know, Jim, when I watched that, I couldn't agree with you more. My, my thoughts were Kenny Stabler and Russell Wil- kind of meets Russell huh? Wilson style. I'm telling you, man, that young who who else goes to Hawaii and gets a quarterback? Except Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. I mean, You're exactly on. right. He's got a recruiting budget, I, mean, I understand. Do what? He's got a nice <laughs> recruiting budget. Yeah, he's got a nice budget for anything. And That's then the beauty of it too. Everybody he, he on the team the Dodge Chargers. The beauty of it was Saban <laughs> also he knew uh Tua had a younger brother also, so uh maybe a two for one kind of deal. I ain't no lie, but hey, man, they ain't no need to worry about the NFL. I mean, I know it's down, and I know a lot of things are going on, but they'll be good quarterbacks. I mean, it ain't the end of the world when Breeze and Brady leave. I, All right, Jim, I, uh, I asked this question at the beginning of the show. You need to weigh in. I know which way you'll go, but uh, what's more impressive, uh, the Patriots with the seven straight appearances in an AFC Conference Championship game or the fact that the Tide has won five of the last nine national championships? Well, it, 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 it's much harder to win five out of nine than it is to win seven over, what, 20 years, 17 years. But mm-hmm. it, in college football, I, you're dealing with kids. You know what I mean? It's just you got to worry about everything they do. I guarantee you Saban sits somewhere right now going, gosh, I wonder what so-and-so is. I hope he ain't screwing up. <laughs> but, you, you know, it, it's just tough, man. I mean, it, yeah. and old Saban, he, he's a slick old dude. He, he'll figure it out. But anyway, I don't really know. It, they're both pretty impressive stats. Yeah. Uh, I've seen people like Minnesota, and they went to four, lost all four of them. Buffalo, of course. Everybody knows what happened to them. Uh, my Miami Dolphins went three in a row in the 70s. Won two of them, lost to Dallas in one of them, but it's tough. I mean, I, I couldn't do it. <clears throat> That's why I don't coach at Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Y'all have a good day. All right. Or, or Saban, I probably shouldn't say it. Saban's right. sitting around thinking about uh, what uh, contributions he has to make to some district attorney's office or police department next. There's been problems there. <laughs> yeah. there. There has been some issues. There's a pattern 
in Alabama. I'm just saying. But but it's not, and you know for me it's not. But I get what Jim's saying. Uh, it's the problem I'm asking. The question I'm asking is taking care of itself over yeah. the years. It has. But I guess for me, I'm just not seeing who it would be. Uh, but Richie did chime in and say, what about Garoppolo? Yeah. When he starts playing these full seasons, I mean, evidently he's got the talent. Um, he's got the looks. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, We're really going to put it in, what he plays, six, seven games this year? Right, he's undefeated on the field. Uh, that's, that's crazy, isn't it? Uh, text here from name text. Uh, it may be too early to predict, but given they all stay healthy, I would say Wentz. Deshaun Watson, Jimmy Garoppolo, and even Russell Wilson is still young enough to carry the torch. I'm sure when Steve Young, Aikman, Warner, Favre, etc. closed out their careers, no one could have seen Rodgers, Breeze, and Brady being this legit. No, you're. That's very good point. And and maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm so focused. You're so focused on them because they're the. They are the faces of it when they when they. I think that's probably going to be dead on, that when they leave, all of a sudden I'm going to notice just how good some of these others are. You know, Maybe it'll yeah. be, maybe it'll be uh, Darnold. Maybe it'll be Rosen. Maybe uh, it's a very class good, coming out now. Baker Mayfield, yeah. uh, he could polar, he's polarizing. Yeah, yeah that's well, a very good point. Maybe it could be uh, Jameis Winston. Maybe he gets uh, it all straight in Tampa Bay. Or maybe it could be uh, Cam Newton. <laughs> Jameis Winston going to eat the W. Yeah. Going to eat the legendary status. I don't, for some reason I don't. I don't know about Jameis Winston. I think all the talent in the world, but I think between his ears, there may be an issue. Yeah, hmm. I think there may be something there. But I, and then you know, I'm with you on the luck thing, though. Luck, if he gets healthy, uh, he's fun to watch play. I mean, talk about a guy that doesn't have to be in the pocket. He can roll out. He can make plays with his feet. Yeah, he's tough. Uh, and then, you know, I mean, I guess Aaron Rodgers is going to be the cream of the cup. But Russell Wilson, you know. Uh, but I think Seattle's fixed to start taking a step back. Everybody, you know. Uh, so it's going to be fun to watch and see uh, who and why and how, what's going to happen here. Nice feedback. Keep the text coming, 888-993-7762. Good question there, Caleb. I try, every now and then I have a good one. Uh, my buddy here is a troll, and he doesn't like the Pels, doesn't like when we discuss it, and then he hits it up and says, the Pels are in eighth place and qualifier for the playoffs. Now, we didn't mention it in the headlines. Uh, the Pels, fresh off that win versus the Celtics, they go and lay an egg last night versus the Hawks. They lose a squeaker, 94-93. <laughs> Three-game winning streak snapped. Uh, Anthony Davis, we were bragging about him yesterday. The tear that he'd been on over the course of the last uh, – Nine games, I think, scoring uh, over 29 points per game, mm-hmm. uh, or hadn't scored under 29 points per game in those nine games. So then last night he goes out and he scores eight. There is your Pell's update for today. <laughs> but you know, uh, there is, I see a different AD this year. Like, I mean, barring staying healthy, uh, myself and my business partner were talking about the other night, there's like a look in his eye that's different. Mm. It's like maybe he's crossed. He's gotten to where, you know, he he's getting it now. It's just there's something different about it, Aaron. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Looked like the same Pels team to me last <laughs> night, losing to the Hawks after beating the Celtics. 7 o'clock hour in the books. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll talk some college hoops. We'll keep Random Question Thursday going. Plus, Chris Blair, the voice of the LSU Tigers, joins us for his weekly visit after the break. 
Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.